0: Things True, where we talk about things that are good, pure, and praiseworthy. I'm your host, Stephanie Kirkpatrick. Thank you for joining us. Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining me on this week's episode of All Things True. I'm just sitting out here on my front porch and enjoying the beautiful weather. So if you hear a car go by or a dog barking... Hopefully not a neighbor yelling, <laughs> just go with it, I'm just relaxing and uh, having some good thoughts out here, so I want to share those with you. So in this week's episode, um, we're going to talk about what is true, and over the next several episodes, we're going to walk through Philippians 4.8, where Paul gives us a list of things to focus our thoughts on, whatsoever things are true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, Whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. Paul starts with truth, so that's where we're going to begin as well. So what is truth? Well, the dictionary defines truth as the quality or state of being true, that which is true or in accordance with fact or reality, or a fact or belief that is accepted as true. The great philosopher and theologian, St. Augustine, wrote, But let every good and true Christian understand that wherever truth may be found, it belongs to his master. By this, he means that wherever truth, wherever we find truth, whether it's in science or in scripture, that all truth belongs to God because God created all things. So it is good for us to look for truth. It is a good thing especially in this crazy time that we're in right now with this uh, COVID-19 virus. Um, you know, things might be, uh, it might be difficult for us to, to know what's true and what's not. We get an abundance of information every day, and we have to kind of sift through all of that and figure out what the truth is. And I know for myself, I don't really understand a lot of what's happening right now. Um, with, you know, all of the pandemic stuff, it can get confusing, overwhelming. And so I have to be, I have to realize that if I'm having these kind of overwhelming thoughts and maybe sometimes getting a little fearful, um, there's a really good chance that I'm not the only one, that there's probably lots of people out there that are feeling and, and experiencing the same types of uh, things that I am. So I just want to give you some helpful information, some things that I have found uh, to be helpful for myself. Um One of those things is I try to really limit the amount of information that I let myself take in every day, so I check in once, maybe twice a day for updates i make sure that I check reliable sources like the CDC or the World Health Organization don't just you know take any kind of news thing out there. not all of it is a hundred percent true then. I put my thoughts and efforts on things that will lift me up. So um, the way I do that is I I make sure that I spend every single day, I spend time in prayer. Um, I look at positive uh, social media posts. There's people that I follow that are always putting encouraging, uplifting uh, scriptures, um, little quips and just thoughts um, that I find uplifting. Um, I, and then I send encouraging texts, messages, and emails to my friends and my family, um, to our church members, and things like that, and I just try to encourage others that are around me. Um, but the main thing um, that I do, and I want to encourage you to do, is I get into the Word and I focus on God's truth. We have to rely on what we know is true, and the one thing that I know is true is the Word of God. In John chapter 17, Jesus is praying for the church, which is us, and he says, sanctify them by the truth. Your word is truth. So Jesus' prayer for me and for you is that we would be transformed by the word of God. So what is the word of God or the Bible? We see the Bible in one book form, but it's actually 66 books written over a period of about 1,500 years. By 40 different writers and it's compiled into this one book and it's full of history, poetry, prophecy, letters, revelation, and most of all it's full of truth. I heard this saying that, uh, and I'm sure you've heard it too, when you have a baby it doesn't come with an instruction manual. But I'd like to challenge you that the Bible is life's instruction manual because we find in it everything that we need. Um, And throughout the Bible, God reveals himself to us and his desire to have a relationship with us. So why is truth important? Why do we go to the word? First of all, it anchors us. Truth anchors us. When life is confusing as it is right now and it's out of control, we need to hold to truth. We need truth to hold hold us steady, like an anchor to hold us steady. Truth creates a foundation of hope. When we start to get overwhelmed by all the information that we're getting, it's easy for us to lose hope in what we know. So we have to go back to the truth because that is the foundation of where we get our hope. Jesus is truth. He's the one that anchors us and gives us hope. How do we find and focus on the truth? The truth can be found in God's word. We focus on it by, one, reading it. You have to read the word and you need to study it. So not just read it, but slowly read it, study it, break it down. And in, the, in our show notes, I'm going to post some links to some free Bible study tools and things that I've found helpful for myself. And the other thing is, is it's important to study the Word for yourself. Um, don't just believe what you hear and what, you th- what people are telling you, what the Word says, but study it for yourself. As preachers, we encourage our people to verify what we preach by searching the scripture. Now, I want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to encourage your family and friends with the truth of God's word. And the way we do that is, first of all, don't engage in negative conversations. When others are talking about negative, discouraging things, like talking about things, hey, did you hear this story? Hey, did you hear that they said this, that they said that? Or you know, all of these things that can be overwhelming us. Try and take those conversations and steer them back to something that's positive and uplifting. And I know sometimes it's difficult to take those kind of conversations and steer them back the way that you want to in a positive way. And if you can't, Maybe you need to just remove yourself from conversations and you need to be the voice of uh, encouragement and truth as much as you possibly can. For example, posting the scriptures on social media, reading scriptures, uh, you know, looking for positive things on social media send an encouraging text message or email to, to a family member or a friend, maybe, you know, like last week, my mom was sick. And so we did lots of things in our family to encourage her. We, we took her gifts and we sent her funny videos and, and, you know, posted things on Facebook for her to just kind of lift her spirits. She wasn't feeling well and, and she's feeling much better now. Thank God. And, and, you know, but we could be part of that encouraging thing to her to uplift her spirits when she wasn't feeling quite right. And, you know, a couple weeks ago, um, one of my friends, who I normally in normal times I would meet her for breakfast and uh, or coffee, you know, a couple times a month, but right now we can't do that. There's not really any place that we can go sit down and do that. So, you know, she uh, texted me and said, hey, can we FaceTime? And so I thought, well, that's a really great thing. I really need to see her face. She's, you know, um, desiring to see people and stuff too. So I propped my phone up on the table out in the backyard and got a cup of coffee. And I think she had a bottle of Gatorade or something, but we, it was really encouraging to see her face as we talked and shared about, you know, how are you doing? And, you know, we just kind of shared some funny stories. We laughed and just literally, Lifted each other up. So, you know, if you have that ability, you know, find a friend, a family member that you can FaceTime with. And then I just want to leave you with one final thought on truth and the Bible. And that's a couple of scriptures that summarize the whole Bible. First is John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And then the other scripture is Ephesians 2, 4-7. But God, being rich in mercy, because of the great love with which he loved us, even when we were dead in our trespasses, made us alive together with Christ, by grace you have been saved, and raised us up with him, and seated us with him in the heavenly places in Christ Jesus so that in the coming ages he might show the immeasurable riches of his grace in kindness toward us in Christ Jesus. And lastly, I'm reminded of a simple children's song that we sing that captures the whole of God's word and its message, and that is, Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Thank you for joining us here on All Things True. Please tune in to our next episode and remember, in a world of negativity, God is good and He invites us to reflect His goodness to everyone around us. Think about that.